Pardon me. I'll never change a part of me to be a part of your world. Only way is if one of us breaks. So I stay on my planet partially painting pictures that we probably could have made masterpieces. And I'm dropping seeds on a garden daily that we'll never see. Because the ground was too low for you to help me grow these trees. And I bring myself lower to build up the scenes that we dreamed of. I know these pictures need a frame, but there's too many pieces for me to glue of you. Wow, how amazing. I I, that was that, that was unbelievable. Had to open it up, right? Yeah. Welcome to the Chambers Podcast. This is the first episode of many. I'm Hamza, and this is my brother Amar. Yes. Uh, today's conversation is about what we've been up to, uh, the lessons we've learned from love, and how it's manifested into our lives each and every day. Okay, uh, let's step in. How about we tell them about Chambers, Chambers? first? Yeah. Well, Chambers is something that me and you have been working on for quite a bit of time. Um, and the name Chambers actually comes from the heart, right? Oh, okay. So, obviously, there's four chambers in the heart. And when, I, when, when we were thinking about it, we were thinking about what represents a real, genuine human being. Right. And I was trying to think of, like, I remember I was in, like, human anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, yo... When you think of like a genuine person, you'd be like, that person got heart. And I was like, so what is the heart really made up of? Chambers. And so that's kind of how the name came up. And ultimately, it just it feels like uh, over time, it's manifested into something that is just trying to uh, build connections. Mm. Because that's all four chambers. They're connected. You know what I'm saying? They're a connection of... Uh, you know, parts of the organ that ultimately help to make the whole system run better. The whole, the whole, the, hu- the whole like human body like depends on it. Oh, absolutely, and absolutely. To add on to your point, bro. For me, chambers, uh, me, like the meaning of chambers to me is like it shows unity and it shows the significance of every individual mm-hmm. and um, the role that they play in our in our community. And um, the name just kind of was like we thought it was a very like fly name. It was kind. It was also very poetic in the yeah. sense that like the human heart can't even accomplish much if it's missing one chamber. Absolutely. Um, and at the same time, a lot of the work that we do has a lot to do with things that you know matters of the heart, bro. Like yeah. they, we do things that we love and care about and we're passionate about. Absolutely. So I felt like Chambers was a very nice and name. You. You. Like you are the closest thing as as my as my brother my and we say I say this quite a bit of, quite a bit of times or quite often, <laughs> um, you're like the closest thing to like a reflection of me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate and so, uh, and I know for my I know myself I'm the kind of person that wears my heart on my sleeve. Yo, me too. <laughs> exactly. Well, so it's like it it only feels right, and and the heart is such an important organ. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind but, of where they came. Oh yeah, came that from. was actually a perfect segue, bro, for us since like, uh, since what kinds of things, things that yeah, since we're yeah. doing things that we love and kind of like, what have you been up to? I want us to kind of like have that conversation. Yeah, well, well uh, I guess if, to the viewers or my bad to the listeners. Sorry to interrupt. It would be what we're up to, but yeah, so, like because me and you are having yeah. a conversation. That's what makes us different. So so yeah, it's a little bit of a different yeah, dynamic. For sure. But um, actually, I I have you go first. Tell me what All you've right, been up well, to. Um, on a personal level, bro, I feel like I, 
well, to start out, this year has been very, like, productive in the sense of, like, me, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone, doing things, like, pushing myself to new levels by mm-hmm. doing things, like I said, like, that I'm not necessarily, like, comfortable with or things that I fear. And on a, I want to say on a more emotional level, kind of, like, healing myself from things that I've, uh, that I've endured uh, in the last few years, um, and at the same time, also learning to love myself more. I feel like that's the main theme because for me, uh, I've really gotten big on personal development and growth. And the more that I've been on like you know, social media, it became kind of one of my things to document that process, the journey of me becoming mm-hmm. like the best version of myself and you know, kind of showing people uh, how I got to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when I get to where I want to be, I also want to be able to have helped people throughout like grew with the people that I you know that I had around me or that were in my you know circle of influence or my friends and my loved ones and whatnot and at the same time to be able to have that you know proof because at the end we always know bro when someone is successful or even if someone's just kind of on the come up people like to say oh that nigga got lucky or this person and that and oh it was just you know something happened and well you know luck is the residue of hard work 100% bro they just see they don't see they don't see the hard work, the consistency, the dedication, you know, the sleepless nights, the, the you know, uh, the blood, sweat, and tears. Speaking of sleep, sleepless into. nights, what time is it right now? Can you just tell them real quick? <laughs> yeah, it's 7 in the morning, baby. <laughs> Bro, and that's what we do. We work mm. for the things that, you know, that come from our heart, the things yeah. that light us with, you know, with passion. And um, for me, uh, to add on to the, what I was saying before we got off on that little tangent, um, I've been working on loving myself more, but I feel like that was a, a, a area of my life where it really like encompasses everything about what I do when it comes to my efficiency, when it comes to me trying new things, meeting new people, accomplishing my goals. If my foundation is not coming from a place of love, especially for myself, I won't really be able to have the confidence, the esteem, the creativity to, to be able to go ahead and have the fuel to go and make those things happen. And um, I kind of had to take a couple of steps back when I realized the importance of those things because of, you know, um, issues and conflicts that I've had. And not just like negative ones, but also the good ones in terms of me being able to witness and actually experience love from the people around me. And I was like, yo, you know what? Why not be able to get that from myself as well or at least more than what I had? And um, as a result of that, bro, you know, I've been able to accomplish a lot. And um, I want to kind of throw the question right back to you. <laughs> well, before before you get to me, I want to know how has that manifested in kind of your productivity? So I know you've been doing things outside. So you've been working right. on yourself inside. I want to know more of the external stuff. Okay, the external things. Well, I'm very like passionate about mental health. It's something I find very close to my heart. And um, I was able to host the event. And we had close to, I think... 500, maybe 600 people come wow. and uh, stepped out of my comfort zone. I haven't done public speaking in a while. Absolutely. You know, uh, and then we were able to we were able to also raise close to $5,000, I think, in the span of like six hours or less, something around that time, something around that frame. And um, it was a very like, it was one of the things that I felt like I did. I stepped up to the plate. I, I kind of let, you know, follow my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of been one of the main themes for me, bro. I've been... I realize that when I'm looking at things from like a logistical or like numbers perspective, it kind of just becomes dull past a certain point. Like, what is it even worth? But 
I've been able to kind of like operate from my heart space. I only, I only want something if it comes from my heart. I only say it if it comes from the heart, and I want to pursue it if it comes from or you know it pertains to my heart. Chambers. And uh, chambers, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of, that's what we're doing here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's just one of the main things. I've also been able to kind of like get a start on that clothing line, putting the fi- finishing touches on that. And a lot of other cool things that we'll be able to like announce over time. Uh, over time, definitely. Absolutely, though. absolutely, man, that is amazing. So, um, can I throw the question back at you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, what have I been doing? I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of the things that you've been doing. Not particularly in terms of like um, like healing. I think that that's not where I'm at. I'm I'm more in in a place where I'm kind of building. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because healing kind of gives you the indication uh, that there is something that might be scarred or something that might be kind of hurt or something like mm-hmm. that. And I think that I'm not at that place. I think I'm in a place where uh, I see myself at a certain uh, level and I'm now building on top of it. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I read into now are more so, um, for example, I'm reading a book called Focus, which helps kind okay. of... Uh, you know what I'm saying pretty much helps people focus on the things that they want to do you know drive drive. Um, and then I'm reading a book called Contagious that helps with um, getting your word out there etc etc so most of the things that I'm doing are just kind of enhancing my capabilities Um, expanding your horizons expanding my horizons exactly Um, and then as far as like uh, productivity um, right now I'm currently in the middle of uh doing a documentary so yeah (laughs) we're doing a cool documentary on what's going on with the uh, native americans that are living on the the homeless people that are living on um on on franklin avenue okay and we're in minneapolis by the way in minneapolis for anybody minneapolis minnesota for anybody who's not in the area or isn't aware of what's going on it's a little bit of a spectacle over there a lot of people are trying to figure out what's going on um why are these people all living uh together in this kind of you know uh, this tight area um, and pretty much we are trying to figure that out you know through the documentary um, a lot of people gave us a great uh, insight on what it is to feel what it is to be homeless what it is to be uh, what it feels like to um, have uh, an opiate opiate crisis and you know all these crises right. um, it's a t- it's a trickle-down effect right mm-hmm. so something you know there's a there's a big problem with you know, white individuals right. with opioid crisis. And I know this is a little bit of a tangent, yeah. but just bear with me. Okay. And you know that if it affects the top of the, you know, the chart mm-hmm. or the hierarchy, it affects the lowest people the most. Absolutely. And we can find that throughout history. Right. And it's really hurt the Native community. So we talked to the NAH, which is the Natives Against Heroin. We've talked to the homeless people. We've talked to a lot of people who consider themselves social workers uh, et cetera, et cetera. And now we're trying to get into politicians and finally police officers to get so many different perspectives on what's really happening here. Yeah. So that's that's one thing that that's I'm working so on. That's so dope, bro. It's um, kind of like you as a young, you know, uh, Somali kind of stepping outside of like, you know, um, your, what you're at least accustomed to in terms of like figuring out com- you, what you're comfortable with. Yeah, what you're comfortable with yeah. and, you know, seeing the condition of people who we live in the same areas as and seeing their condition. And, and speaking of, one of the mm-hmm. most interesting things is one of the days we were there, we had like, 
we were grabbing um we were we were we ha- I had some water at home so I decided we were just going to grab uh a big old uh you know whatever it is like a thing of water okay and we just pa- passed out bottles of water and uh, or a pack of water so oh yeah to so I had a big old pack of water so we just kind of passed it out to everybody we could give it to and while I was there something interesting happened um uh some guys from Mesiroda um which is a, a a mosque at uh in Minneapolis brought hundreds of boxes of food to these people. Oh, they and bought it for like the native people, the homeless that were on Absolutely, the... and it was so fascinating to me because um I was sitting there I was like whoa, like we're like we're not we're used to people ha- like the the popular belief is Muslim people and Somali people specifically in Minnesota are people who live off the government welfare and we don't have we don't we yeah, don't provide for society. There's a lot of stigma, and right then and there, and no no media outlet was there besides Chambers yeah. to catch that moment. And I was just extremely proud of 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 our of my people. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Um, and so. That was an interesting thing, and we're and the cool thing about our documentary is what we're trying to do is uh, combine um, documentary style journalism with cinematography. Uh, cinematography, exactly, and that's something that uh, we're messing around with, we're trying to see if there's any way to kind of c- cross the two kind of um, genres. Mm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I'm just excited about the way it's coming out and. We're not done yet, but that's one thing that I've been working on. And overall, I've been just working on storytelling. Okay. You know, storytelling is, is a gift that's been given to me and a lot of people that are around me. And I think most people with a sense of curiosity um, tend to appreciate stories. <laughs> You're dropping big keys right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. You're going in. I like that, though. I'm, I'm going in. I'm going <laughs> no, in. Just, uh, but yeah, just the storytelling. So... That's the kind of thing that you know, and it took me a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 21 years old right now. I'm not like I'm not like a grown man. Like I mean, I'm a grown man, but I'm not like a old man. You know, in my prime yet, but I'm not also a young kid. So I'm in the process of deciphering and, and filtering out the things that I like to do and the things I don't like to do. Right, but to to add on to that, bro, I think I speak for both of us when I say like. Me personally, I feel like one of my favorite attributes about you and myself as well is the fact that we might be young. You're 21, I'm 22, but we think like we're 50. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, we always It, it makes like, life... It, it has its its perks, yeah. but it makes life difficult sometimes too because you sit there and... Well, I, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful to anybody, but it's really hard to hang out with people my age sometimes. You oh, know? 110%. It's so bro. difficult. You'd be sitting there, they'd be talking about some shit, you'd just be like... I'm just not interested in this at all. Exactly, bro. Yeah. And and to actually, I think that's a perfect segue, bro, for us to talk about uh, one of the topics that we wanted to talk about in the beginning yeah. and kind of like um, talk about the lessons that we learned from our experiences with love, what love means to us, oh, and man. the ways that it manifests itself and like the lessons that we learned in our personal, you know, whether they be romantic or platonic uh, relationships with people. Um, Absolutely. I'm guessing that means you want me to kind of go first. <laughs> go ahead. Do your thing, bro. All right. Allah be that. Drop uh, some gems real quick. All right. So, bro, it's very interesting, bro, because uh, I remember a few months ago, I was in, I was dealing with things that happened in my own personal life regarding uh, romantic love. Uh, you know, um, and I called this chapter 
of my life, solitary or solitude. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of when I decided, you know what, I want to be able to take the love that I was getting from others or from a specific individual in this scenario and be able to have that right here so that it could never be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And I would always be able to thrive off of that mm-hmm. and kind of sustain myself and do better and be better Absolutely. as a result. And um, to me, bro, and I, I want to kind of just start from the basics so I feel like we can give a perfect, like, you know, uh, you can tell, you know, we, you're good with the storytelling, vice versa. So I want people to kind of understand, let's start with the basic. I want to start with the basics first. What is love? You know, um, I feel like Jeez. just since I was like... Loaded question. Yeah, 100%, bro. Go ahead. Since I was like, bro, I feel like since I was very young, um, up until today, bro, my definition of love varies. Um, and I kind of want to let you get some input on this too, bro, because you know this is a conversation. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, me and you were we were we were just walking somewhere, and I remember we had you told me the most profound thing about yeah. love, and it was something that really resonated with me, bro. You told me, yo, Amar, like you can love somebody, but you don't have to like them. Oh shit. And wallahi, that shit. Like, well, bro, I have to get. I have you to. You gotta go. I have to get. I have to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> so I was hanging out with somebody. All right. It was actually a female, and we were talking. Don't say female, bro. Why <laughs> not? I mean, get the hell? Am bro, I going to talk to her? No, it's just, I feel like just like, that's okay, I'll tell you. Know, that female? Female is kind of like, that's genital, it like, it's based off of like the genitalia type shit. Like, male. How did you feel after that? I was saying like male, male type shit. <laughs> what is going on? Like, I, well, I, I need somebody gave me the knowledge behind it, and I I processed it, bro, and I understood it. But my bad. I okay, well, okay, all right. I guess <laughs> we have some deleted scenes coming up. <laughs> well, I we're not deleting shit, bro. Well, uh, okay, all right. I, I well, I have no idea. My bad, bro. You didn't mean it in a disrespectful way, bro. No, but yeah, no, I know that it can. Nigga, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, but um, so a girl or a lady, whatever you want to call it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want to call her my bad Uh sorry i'll I'll try to be politically correct here um but um she yeah we were talking and she just she gave me insight on some things that i have never ever heard of in my life so the first thing that she said to me and that blew my mind like it blew my mind she said oh do you know like women the one of the hardest things that we have we have to deal with is you know we have natural anxiety mm-hmm. you know a man could be perfectly harmless but mm-hmm. because of like subconscious feelings mm-hmm. and 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 things that we we're not particularly aware of right. we have just this fear of whoa what if he you know what i'm saying what yeah. if he does something to me what if and that was the first thing that blew my mind and the second thing that that we were talking about is she said to me Hamza you don't you can love somebody but really not like them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Meaning, for example, I know you know somebody you, in your life where you you got love from and you really want them to prosper and you and you actually genuinely love them. Like I don't know how else you could explain it, but you just don't like what they do. You don't like who they are and, right. and what kinds of things they do to different people right. and and et cetera, et cetera. And to kind of go off of that, bro, is there's two things I wanted to say real quick. One was, I found that really ironic that, you know, you had these realizations and we were able to gain so much knowledge from it. Coming from a woman, I feel like we both learn how to love and what love is from women ourselves, our mothers. That's the first example of love. And it's something even like psychologists say that, you know, helps us find people that we want to be able to love in terms of, you know, the romantic aspect. We kind of want to find something that's similar 
to to the ways our mothers loved us, and I just thought that was something I wanted. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you, if your mom's love is like a mountain, you want to find a hill around the corner. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I you, like the way you worded that. That's yeah. smooth. And you just you do, and and the the issue is is like, um, I think the issue then becomes like a little bit of an expectation there, but I don't necessarily think expectations are always wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, or bad for you like you know a lot of times nowadays it's become like this kind of popular belief that oh you know don't have any expectations I think expectations keep us grounded mm-hmm. but having a, like to a certain degree you know you don't have to be you know oh I want this fantasy right. but you know you can definitely have there's some a sort healthy of, balance there's a very healthy balance that we can find within us and yeah that's that's something that that's how I feel about that and then the second thing I wanted to say was um Regarding the conversation that we had about um, the love, like just right right now, what you were just talking about, I wanted to kind of know, uh, we wanted to see like the lessons. And the thing, the interesting thing was uh, from your interaction with this woman, you were able to kind of see that she opened your mind to the possibility that love doesn't just come in one form. Whereas that was something that I like was battling through and conflicted about for a very long time. Yeah. Just by realizing that you can love somebody and not like them to me i was able to come to the realization that yo when i was younger for example as teenagers even i want to say the connection we have with our parents some of most of us rebelled but we all did some ignorant shit maybe i did some ignorant shit to my parents and because i misunderstood their love as something else i was like yo they, they're just trying to stop me from having fun or why, why they hate on me like that's the way that i understood it when in reality maybe the way that they talk to me or Maybe the way that they were trying to prevent me from doing things I saw as what I, you know, what was ideal for me at the time was a form of love, and um, I just thought that was dope. No, I, I think I think the the so the, one of the craziest lines that I ever heard in my life. Yeah. Craziest lines is when someone kind of I don't know how personal this is, but. They pretty much told me... Let's they, go there. <laughs> they, it's the Chambers they, Podcast. They, it's the Chambers Podcast. Yep. Weekly news. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but they pretty much kind of dichotomized action and intention. Right? Okay. And they made it a thing where it's like sometimes we we kind of... We kind of have certain intentions, but the action kind of makes it... Uh, may have a misrepresentation of that. So it might almost sabotage the intention of Absolutely. Where you're so from, when you talk about like your parents, the, the form of love mm-hmm. is what made it like, whoa, what are you doing here? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we have very, like, especially at that time, we have, even now, but especially back then, we have a specific criteria or a specific bubble that love falls right. into. And so that's the, that's, that's, that was the issue I would say back okay. then. You know what I'm saying? It's like one hundred percent, bro. But as you get older, you kind of realize it's not. It's not particularly a bubble. Mm-hmm. It's I would say it's more like a um, a basket without a lid. Ooh, you know okay. What I'm I like that's a perfect way example. And, uh, and over time, you realize that. Well, I I feel like you can get to a point where you love yourself, you love Allah, you love your people, so much, and your wife and your family, whatever, so much that love doesn't do like the word love doesn't do it anymore you can't you don't feel comfortable just saying i love you mm-hmm. or i got love for you it's something deeper, deeper than that, than that. Okay. you know what i'm saying so 
So, for example, you might end up looking for vocabulary words to mm. define what you feel. It's something as, as depth is bigger than description. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you think about like animals, for example, oh. they can't speak, but they speak a different language, the language of, of action, right? So mm. like I was watching the Geographics channel and some of the time, some sometimes the, the animals will like, like the lions will be like, you know, their necks and, yeah. and their bodies, they'll rub it against each other. And that's a, that's a form of showing that, you know, I care about you. Yeah, like affection and like the physical touch Intimacy and, and things absolutely. of that nature. And so, yeah, that, that, that's, you can get to a level where the lid is so, you're so past the, the, the top of the lid yeah. that you're kind of overflowing. Pouring, you're yeah. overflowing and you're pouring into, you know, whatever else is exterior to yeah. that lid. 100%. And I feel analogy. like, bro, my, that was wonderfully put a lot. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, it's very interesting because we're several levels below that point and that leaves you're giving me us too much credit Bala. <laughs> we're we're mel- little can go on like if the basket we don't even have the basket yet you're talking about basket a little we gotta go buy the basket first bro but at least you know <laughs> we, we're working in progress and we take pride uh, in that I got the basket already yeah. don't worry about that All right, get but, the bag too yo we don't talk about that but Fidi one thing I wanted to get into <laughs> What I wanted to get into was, was um, it just, you just the effects me, of it, the, you, the, uh, effects, the lessons, the lessons of love that we've learned because we learned that. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're already talking about lessons. Yeah, we are. We are because so, essentially, I would say, where what we're talking about is ex- not experience because I don't know outside of like I don't know outside of like a relationship with my family if yeah. I've ever felt love. Um, you tripping? What can I say? Cause we felt you feel I, no no I, I feel like the love is everywhere, bro. In terms of like, if it's platonic or romantic, there's no discrimination. I'm saying like just love in general. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm saying in terms of a romantic love, yeah. like I I can't really speak too much on that. Yeah. But what I can say Loki, is Loki, you can though. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Well, I to be honest, <laughs> I'm just playing with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know you can. Yeah. This is Chambers podcast though. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> I like how you keep doing that. <laughs> no, because people gotta know what it is, bro. Yeah, well, uh, it's I, yeah, well I but on a more serious mm. note, bro. Uh, mm. One thing that I wanted to kind of talk about. This was like a little aha moment that I had. I was having a great conversation. This was literally all these things that we're talking about literally happen in our lives, bro. I want people to know that mm-hmm. this is not something that like we wrote down. This is just conversations between me and my boy, and you know the people that I love and. So I was having like a, a really intimate conversation with one of my brothers. And you know, we don't call those regular conversations. It's kind of like right now, bro. We call those soul sessions. Mm-hmm. But um, Soul sessions? Yeah. Wow. And uh, we were talking about, you know, growing up, bro. Like even in the past few years, we've had so many friends and we've had so many conflicts where either with each other or with our friends. And all these things happen. And I came to the realization, bro, that some people's form of love is not something that we're used to um me personally bro i feel like i come from a place of love uh and for you as well too but not everybody's raised like that bro a lot of people are coming from a position of survival they're in survival mode and that's just the way that they were raised and it's helped them get to this point and um i realized that my understanding of love even as vague and as incomplete as it is will always, you know, contradict or bump heads 
in the ideals and the values that we have and expectations that we were talking about when it comes to friendships and it comes to romantic relationships. Um, and there's always going to be like a nasty fallout. And there's always going to be hurt and, you know, resentment or some sort of negative outcome because of those things. And the the one thing that really like resonated with me was the fact that like we're trying to live because of the love that we got. And some people are just trying to survive. Mm. And when you put that, just from that like description alone, you can kind of understand where certain promises and expectations will come, will fall short on either end. Or one person will overcompensate uh, and the other will underdeliver. And how those can easily flourish and grow, or not, I shouldn't say grow, how they, well, they do because it becomes a very big toxic um, connection. And it can ultimately be detrimental to both people, but what you're talking about is what they call foreclosure love. Right. Ooh, well, I talk about that. I have no idea what that is. So it's a phenomena, phenomena which uh, two people who are both incomplete fall in love with each other. Mm. So, and this is also sorry, bro. I don't mean to cut you off, but just for the, like, the listeners, this is just it can be platonic it could be you and your homeboys no, I, I, I would and say it can be because that's the one i'm talking about i'm talking about just uh-huh. like the 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 those people who are coming who are coming from a place of just survival and mentality yeah. just to survive it's not that they're conscious it might not be that they're consciously like you know kind of like trying to be you know cause these things or be the the catalyst but it's just so so i'm actually writing a little uh Oh, I don't know if I want to say that yet. I'm writing a story. I'm writing a story which one of the characters' parents abandoned yeah. them. Okay, but we're not gonna get too deep in that because that's that's. I'm not gonna. Sheet. No, okay. I'm not gonna get into. It's a little sneak deep. peek. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's a story. It oh, is a story. You, oh, okay, okay. Okay. So it's a story in which one of the characters' his parents leaves them, abandons them as a young guy, uh, and his whole mission for him is to uh, get back to his parents. Right. And all throughout the story, this character has such a... He has just this insane difficulty trusting people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what you're getting at. You're getting at the fact that some people come from a broken home. Mm-hmm. And that broken home ultimately uh, leads them to develop certain characteristics of right. survival-like tactics. Right? And it doesn't mean that they're bad people. Absol- absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think any Anybody, human. Everybody. I don't think any human being is a bad person. I don't think any human being is really a good person either. Well, I agree. Except I have like a small number of people. Um, Absolutely. Demo- like you know, like I would say, I would racist, say, I would know, say, that type of shit. I just want to make it clear that and, there's people who are fall outside the bell curve. I would say everybody in the bell curve is just on a spectrum. Okay, makes sense. You know sense. what I'm saying? I don't think anybody really. There's few people that in. Yeah, and, and there's just a few people in the world that I would say fall outside the bell curve. But ultimately, uh, those survival-like tactics, they're not at a com- coming out of a place of uh, you know, m- maliciousness. It's just mainly, this is how I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that's, that's one of those things where you just kind of sit there and you um, learn how to kind of um, deal with different people. You right. know, and realize and appreciate your, uh, your background. Okay, and uh, to kind of like make this more personal though because this is a chambers podcast we gotta get intimate with each other and with the listeners as well uh i had a question for you bro so we talked a lot about you know what chambers is what it represents we talked about what we're trying to do and 
how we're operating and you know the things that fuel us to move forward and achieve our dreams and whatnot and the question i have for you and we talked for a huge portion of the time we talked about love whether it be what it means to both of us our experiences ways that it's manifested in our personal connections with others and things that we've learned and i wanted to know you as hamza ali Mi'i, mm-hmm. what is the greatest lesson that you feel at this moment in time that you've learned from love <laughs> and i know it's a loaded question it's very loaded i think that that's a difficult question to answer um but I'll just say, uh, let me see. Um, I think one of the biggest, I can't say the biggest because I'd have to really think about this in this kind of, this is just a natural, this is Chambers podcast. This is just natural conversation. Yeah, we're just flowing, bro. So I would say I'd have to think about that. But one of the biggest things that I learned is uh, love is a, is a, a form of worship. Ooh. Right? So... I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, not even the other day, it was a while ago, I discovered... It's so ironic that you said, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm, go, go ahead, bro, finish, I'm going to you. I'm going to add on to it, yeah, when... when bounce when, back? Yeah. Okay, bad, bad. Back to back, you know. Um, but, no, I was just thinking, um, I remember, like, you, 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 can, you can appreciate somebody, like, for example, uh, my parents, you know, and my, my family members. Uh, I can sit there and, you know, when I say, like, I, I love you guys, um, those people... None of them really chose to be exactly who they are. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them every characteristic that they have. Mm-hmm. And so I realized when me appreciating them, they are just simply a vessel for me to appreciate Allah. Wow. And it's just another way for Allah to make uh, our religion more easier to, to, to follow and to worship Him. Mm-hmm. And it's just ultimately love is to me is just a form of worship. Because you're just appreciating right. Allah's creativity and Allah's creations. Wow, that's that's amazing, bro. So let me bounce back at you. Right. What what is your biggest lesson? Bro, remember how like earlier on in the podcast you said like we're reflections of each other. We mm-hmm. have so many things similarities. Um, a while back, this was like about I want to say like around Ramadan, mm-hmm. and I was look I was really like at the edges, and I was just thinking to myself like how I feel in terms of like spirituality how I can increase my mind and I remember I think I may I may have even tweeted it I think that I'm closest to Allah when I love like I feel like that's when I am at my at my like most transcendent you know uh, form at, at least that's when I feel that I'm the best I can be in terms of how, you know how we're human beings we won't get it all into that but just just being the best that I can be in that moment where I'm loving I feel like that's when I'm the closest to Allah and um, to wrap things up, bro, the greatest lesson that I learned from love was that um, it taught me kind of how to how to love with an uh, and how to give. I should say, it taught me how to give with an open hand. And I, a lot of things that you know initially going into love, and I feel like this is kind of leaned a little bit more towards romantic love, but I, it really it very much so applies to all types of love, whether it be your friends, you know, whether it be your lovers. You know, family, all of that. Um, and to me, uh, it was just, I realized that, you know what, your love, if it's, if it's really true in the sense of being impactful and, you know, really coming from a good place, is there whether or not individuals, possessions, family members, loved ones are there to take it or not, bro. But it's a blessing for reciprocation. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like to wrap things up. Yeah, yeah. Ult- 
with that being said, I mean, I don't think there's a better way to wrap it up. You Yo, know well, what I'm I think this is a perfect. I think way to I end think it, you literally mastered this shit in like ten <laughs> seconds, bro. Up, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I love you. I appreciate you, yeah. and I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate any listeners. Um, oh, for sure they're listening, bro. Don't thank them too much because we got a lot more coming, bro. No, you gotta. I mean, bro, we appreciate these people, man. We have to appreciate them. But ultimately, you know, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will definitely have so much more. Uh, you know, we can talk all day. This is natural. Yeah. This is free. This is just conversations that so. you know we be having. Um, and it's it's not even like a, a, a. We're not doing like this. Interview co-host Hell no shit. This my We're brother right just here We're gonna, just vibing. You know what I'm saying It's gonna be like Whenever we decide Absolutely to. And you know This was kind of just A free flowing conversation Spontaneous Yeah this was kind of like We have nothing written down We just This is just me and my brother Just flowing And just Absolutely. bouncing uh, The lessons that we learned Off of each other But um, as things continue to progress This is episode one So I, I feel, feel like, like I feel like I have to say One last thing Well I go for it bro it's just love. It's just bitch. Love. <laughs> Yo, that's the title of this episode. We're gonna explain that another time, though. But definitely, love definitely. Um, so look forward to you know to more stuff, more content. more content. Um, we're gonna try to get into a lot more other things. We're also trying to get into a lot more details about some of the work we're actually doing. So I got into documentaries, but there's a lot of other things that I'm trying to do. So. Uh, ultimately, again, appreciate everybody who's tuning in and well, keep keep tuning in, keep doing yeah, things. Definitely, yeah. please like you know send us messages, DM us, uh, give us your feedback, let us know what you thought, and um, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, the conversations that me and, and my brother have and, had. And more importantly, like we're this is us too. So we would enjoy so many more people coming in and oh, joining us absolutely. and having conversations with us and and giving us more talking points. 100%. So, absolutely. What's your at name again? I forgot it. At Molly underscore gold. <laughs> M-A-L-I underscore G-O-L-D. You already know what it is. And absolutely. Do you want to... Do you have and any plugs to do? I, so, so my, my Instagram is, is off right now, but... Okay. Uh, deactivated right now, but on Twitter, I'm Hamza Ali Mary, which is H-A-M-Z-A-A-L-I-M-I-C-I. That's yeah, my Twitter. Down. And it's my Instagram, too, when I get back on it, so... Alright, but keep tuning in guys. Yep. Love. This was love. love.